Welcome to Sunday Plus, a podcast dedicated to diving deeper into Calvary Vista's Sunday Sermon to discover more of God's truth and how it applies to our lives. My name is Tyler. My name is Aaron. And I'm Rob. It's good great to be, be back. Good awesome. to be back with you guys. Here we go. Yeah. So we have been looking the last three weeks, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and how he desires to empower us, um, to indwell us and empower us to serve Jesus. And we've been looking at all the positive aspects of the Holy Spirit in our lives, where he's lead us and guide us and direct us and you know, help us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. And today, use us to help gather other people you know, into the kingdom. But there's two relationships, I guess maybe it's the right word, or two aspects of our relationship with the Holy Spirit that we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm that Paul mentions in two of his epistles, and that's this idea of quenching and grieving Mm. the Holy Spirit. And so I thought it'd be good for us today to kind of land on that, even though, you know, and maybe somewhere at the end of this, we can bring it back to an up, up, upbeat. But um, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19, Paul says, do not quench the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So Tyler, what comes to your mind when you think of that word quench? Yeah, what comes to mind is like a fire being put out. And so the Holy Spirit is actually likened to a fire, right? Mm-hmm. Acts chapter two, tongues of fire come upon them, this symbol of God's empowerment. And so that fire going out. So he wants to use us. And then I would say the number one thing that quenches the Holy Spirit would be sin, which is rebellion mm-hmm. against God. When we are um, intentionally not allowing the spirit of God to lead us. I'm Mm -hmm. reminded Galatians chapter five, we looked at it last Mm -hmm. week. If we walk by the spirit, we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. But if we gratify the desires of the flesh, then we will not be walking in the spirit. That's what Mm -hmm. it implies. And so if we are living and choosing sinful rebellion, disobedience to Mm -hmm. God, then certainly that fire is gonna go out. He's not gonna empower us as if he would, if we were living in a way that would be obedient to him. Yeah, and that's just one of yeah, the ways definitely. the Holy Spirit I, I can be quenched. I think another way that we can quench the Holy Spirit, snuff out what He wants to do, mm. is actually by our lack of faith. Mm. You know, if the Holy Spirit is moving in um, in a setting or wanting you or prompting you to step out in faith, and you don't have that faith to to believe God in His Word that He'll see you through it and He'll empower you through it, it he, the Holy Spirit's quenched. Yeah. Um, there's been oftentimes in afterglow settings, right, where mm. it's just like I feel the Lord wants to do something, but I'm not going to be the one to say it, yeah. and I'm like, you know, if it's the Lord, it's, it's just gonna happen, but I, I quench the work of the Spirit when I'm not having the faith to believe that He's leading and that right. He's gonna actually see it through. And it's, it's interesting, because I was talking to Tyler, when, those, when, that, when that happens, I feel the Holy Spirit wanting me to step out in faith, to encourage someone through a scripture or to do a prayer altar call for something, um, and I don't do it, He's always faithful to bring in somebody who will actually open yeah. up their mouth to do it. So I love that. Yeah. Even though like my lack of faith has quenched the Holy Spirit, he's still working and still moving. Mm-hmm. And I just lose that on the blessing right. of experiencing, whoa, hearing from God and being obedient. Yeah. And, and another thing. You know, let me just say this yeah, real quick. Yeah, go for it. Interesting that you bring that up because when I was um, younger in ministry, um, and, and especially being in settings like that, like an afterglow kind of setting, I would literally feel a like beating yep, in yep. my chest. A burning. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, like I've got to say this yeah. right mm-hmm. now, you know, and if I don't, and I think the Lord did that early on because, you know, he knew my lack of faith. So mm-hmm. he was like giving me this visible sign. I don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think, you know, he's wants me to learn to, to walk in faith, but it's interesting how many times Jesus would say to his disciples, you know, that this didn't happen because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. would chide them because of their lack of faith. Right. Yeah. And not that we want to, you know, go to the extreme of like the word faith movement, right. you know, where faith mm-hmm. is everything, but faith is, you know, it, it, it is an action. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. a tool. And I think when the Holy Spirit is prompting us, whether it's to go talk to that person mm-hmm. over there or to share, you know, something, um, and we don't take that step of faith, it's like, yeah, we are quenching. We're putting a damper on, you know, what the Holy Spirit can do and, yep. and wants to do. Yep. And what else were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say when we come with our own agenda or we have wrong mm-hmm. motives mm-hmm. in serving the Lord, it could be disguised in spirituality. But when our hearts are like, I'm going to do this to make me look good or to make my ministry look good and yeah. takes away the focus of glorifying Jesus, uh, the Holy Spirit's like, you know, mm. because his ministry is to portray Jesus, exemplify right. Jesus. Yeah. But when we come with our own agenda, um, when we come with our wrong motives of, I want to just make this my plan and build this and, and totally <laughs> disregard what the Holy Spirit wants to do, you give him no room to work, therefore mm. quenched. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things that can quench the Holy Spirit is pride. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about, we're told in the word that God resists the proud, yep. but he gives grace to the humble. And so, you know, right there it's saying that when somebody's prideful, God takes a posture mm-hmm. of resisting them. Yeah. You know, so instead of being led by the spirit or empowered by the spirit, it's like a wall goes up. Wow. And I think oftentimes what's scary about this is, and I think we've all witnessed this where, you know, somebody might be using somebody, you know, in a powerful way, and then they start, um, you know, reading their own Instagram feed, or they start, mm-hmm. you know, following their own social media and the praise, and suddenly mm-hmm. they start thinking, you know, this is more about me than, yeah. than and, and it's a subtle thing, you know, that can happen, and I think that that has a way of quenching, mm-hmm. and even though the Lord, or, or although, even though things might still be happening, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's a, it's become more a work of the flesh than a work of the spirit. Definitely. And I think it's, um, you might not be able to see that from a distance, Mm -hmm. but you definitely, if you get close, you can tell, you know, that there's, um, you know, something's been quenched. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that, you know, I just never, ever in my own life, I want to, want to do that, you know, but what's interesting, you know, he resists the proud, but he gives grace Mm, to the humble, you know, God's riches, you know, at Christ's expense, God's resources are made Mm -hmm. available. That empowering comes when we assume that posture of humility. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say pride can lead to self-absorption. So self, Mm. pride, self is also a big uh, spirit killer, so to speak, that will quench the Holy Spirit. Even that word quench, it comes to mind if someone that's thirsty, right? And we both read that Mm. quote of the Holy Spirit's less about us receiving more about the Holy Spirit, but us yeah. 
surrendering ourselves to the Holy Spirit. So he's, in a way, he's quenched. He, he's thirsty for more of us, for Ooh. us to surrender to him. Right. So when we're holding what we want, our abilities, our dreams or visions or ambitions and not surrendering to, that Lord, to, to the Spirit, then he's being quenched from those yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And so self-absorption, like you're saying, we're, we're, we're focused on building our kingdom, maybe rather than building God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, you know, there's a really... Uh, we, we should honor those that want to be used by the Lord. I think that's that's great. You know, it's like First Timothy says. Um, it's an honorable work. It's an honorable work to desire the position of a bishop, but we can get so focused on like, I want to be used, I want to be used, mm -hmm. I want to be used, rather than, say, yeah. yeah, rather than I just want God to get the glory, man. Right. And so it doesn't depend if I'm on stage or someone else is on stage or I share with that person or someone else shares with that person, I pray with that person or that person, whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, but we totally can get to that place mm -hmm. and it quenches the work of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. especially in team ministry, when you're working yeah. with other people and you're like, man, I wanted to say that, or I wanted to pray with that person. <laughs> right. And you see someone else and you're actually quenching the work of the Holy Spirit for everyone now, because right. God wants to be using and working in and through everyone. So mm -hmm. yeah. and I've yeah. seen this too in my own life too, to my shame, uh, you can be self and you can produce manufactured fruit that mm. looks good from mm. afar away. But once you get close to it, it's like, there's no substance. There's no way, there's yeah. no value and there's no blessing in this actually, you know? And so there's a danger really of starting out good and then slowly but surely an unchecked heart. This, I think just mm. pride just creeps up in the, the heart of man that if not checked by the Holy Spirit or given the Holy Spirit permission to check that, it can be to your ruin because it's, it's sin blinds, pride blinds yeah. totally. Yeah. And so us knowing that, um, and being led by the Spirit is to walk in humility and mm. to gladly accept that position of that servant, like yeah. you were addressing, you know, weeks back that servant leadership position. So if we're if we're going to live our lives in such a way where we don't want to quench the Holy Spirit, you know, a we need to make sure that we're, you know, not living in sin, mm -hmm. living in rebellion, because yeah. God can't bless that. Right. Um, we need to be people who are consistently open to take steps of faith. God yes. blesses that. Um, we need to realize our motives need to be in the right place. Mm -hmm. That the whole ministry of the Holy Spirit, all the gifts of the Holy Spirit is all about outward. Mm -hmm. It's not inward. It's all about, you know, proclaiming Jesus, glorifying mm -hmm. Jesus, blessing and building up others. Mm -hmm. um, we, we walk in humility and, mm -hmm. you know, we, we realize that, hey, the, the focus, it's not about me, it's yep. about him. And I love the fact that you brought up team. I love the whole team, you know, concept mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. things. And, and that, um, you know, God, I think just... He, he's magnified mm. when you have a, a variety of people that are all getting to use their gifts, you know, in a setting where it, 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 you, you see, mm -hmm. you know, the Lord and who he is. I don't think that any one of us can truly magnify and exemplify Jesus fully, mm. but he gets exemplified through all of us. Right. That's you great. Know? Yeah. And it's like the disciples were all different, mm. you know, guys. And I think each one of them carried a sort of an aspect of, you know, who who Jesus was as he was working in their life. And I think that's what God does. And it's yeah. the beauty, you know, of um, the the whole team thing. I mean, mm -hmm. one of the things I've loved about that we've done here before because, you know, you guys know Pete, our worship um, pastor, mm -hmm. has a gift in evangelism. He, mm -hmm. he does. And um, so I've told him, and I, especially be, 
pre-COVID when we weren't, <laughs> you know, being so having to be so focused on our time and our services. But I've told them, I said, you know, if you're leading worship and I, um, you know, at the end of a message, maybe don't give a invitation, you know, for the gospel, because um, maybe I just wasn't feeling led that way. But if you feel led, mm. you know, feel free to do that. And there's been a few times where yeah. he comes up and he'll just key in on something that I said and he'll mm. take it that's to the cool. gospel yeah, and so he's good. given an invitation and people got saved. Yeah, that's You awesome. know, and it was like two gifts, the teaching yep. gift and the evangelistic gift mm. being used by two different people, you know, at the same time. I just, I love that. I yeah. love that. So we don't want to quench mm -hmm. the spirit. We want to... Um, we want to build it. We want to be adding, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. to the, and, and we add to that fire as we walk, you know, in the right way. But another thing that Paul mentions um, in Ephesians is this idea of not grieving the spirit. Mm. And I want to read these verses. It's mm. Ephesians chapter four, verses 30 through 32. He says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. And so mm. he leads with this question, don't grieve. And the idea behind, behind grieving is to make sad. And it's yep. interesting to think that we can make the Lord sad, mm. you know? And I think what he mentions here are the things that do that. Mm -hmm. So, Aaron, what's the first thing that he mentions here? That Yeah, yeah the first thing that pops up in my mind <laughs> is uh, that foul and abusive language. It makes the Holy Spirit sad. Yeah. And I think it's double-sided. It's you using that, but also you listening to that, too. Mm -hmm. Because I think on a youth ministry level, too, everyone's yeah. always asking, can I listen to this? Can I listen to right. that? And I'm like, well, like, it's explicit. You know, all these cuss words, it's kind of like garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and, and you're kind of listening to that, it's almost like yeah. you're polluting your own yeah. temple, yeah. right? And that the Holy Spirit's grieved with that. And, um, you know, a foul or abusive language, that's, you know, obscene language, it's profanity, it's dirty stories, mm -hmm. it's vulgarity, um, it's hypocrisy, it's saying one mm. thing but meaning something else, it's, you know, it's all obscene yeah. and it makes the Holy Spirit sad. And so some people are like, it's just words, it has no effect. Maybe for you, but not to your listeners mm -hmm. or your yeah. hearers, you know, and so you may be callous to it, but it's not giving life to the people that are listening to you and it grieves the Holy Spirit, makes him sad. Mm -hmm. uh, just like, you know, if someone walked into your house with this, this dirty mouth, it's just like, why'd you oh, gotta yeah. do that? You mm -hmm. know, that's, yeah. oh man, like this place was clean, you know, right. so to speak, but it just, it pollutes the air, mm. you know, makes him sad. I think another thing I would add to that list that you just mentioned is that we often don't think about, and it's so easy to get caught up in, is even gossip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and how, Yikes, that's big. Um, and I hate sometimes, you know, in the body of Christ, people kind of just try to disguise that in, in <laughs> spiritual, like, like a prayer request. We, yeah. we need to pray. Yeah, pray for this Tyler, person. They're we doing need this. to pray for Aaron. We need to pray for Aaron Man. because, you yeah. know, you know what's going on of with course, that. Right? You know, <laughs> on a they, Facebook and they, post. <laughs> and it's just gossip. And it's so interesting to me when we think about, mm. you know, you talked about last week, the works of the flesh versus the fruit of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And in that, you know, the works of the flesh, 
are listed, yeah, some things like murder and adultery, yep. but there's a lot of it that is just the inward envy, things, yeah, jealousy. envy, jealousy, mm-hmm. you know, gossip, yeah. things like that. Um, so that grieves, makes the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. sad, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what's another thing that we see here that makes the Holy Spirit sad? Um, another thing we see here in our text is fits of rage or anger. Um, and so it says we should be kind-hearted, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, but this wrath, this anger, this clamor, um, that would be something that grieves the Holy Spirit. We're just shouting and yelling and mm. just we're just quick to just turn on someone and snap on them, you know. Yeah. That does not honor He's the good. Lord. I know. Yeah, I'm scared. Scared. Because I'm scared. I've seen it I so much. Seen, I haven't seen that side of you. Oh, man, I've wow. seen it so much, you know, and, and yep. um, the, the opposite of that or the fruit of the Spirit would be self-control. So when mm. we're lacking self-control and that just kind of like boils up, Gosh. you see that face? You like that? <laughs> my, that. Dad, <laughs> my dad used to do that. You know, he would get that look and it just scared. Yes, I have some family members. I will not name them, but... Oh, no. but the same oh, thing and it's just this it just boils up real quick yep. and so i've seen that face i've been scared of that face and um the opposite is self-control though i mean that's the work of the flesh the fruit of the spirit is self-control mm. and so we need to allow the 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 holy spirit to bridle our word. tongue is what mm. james says but also our emotions mm-hmm. our responses and our reactions to certain situations yep yeah. if we huge. don't then we'll grieve the holy spirit And another big one that he mentions in here is bitterness. Mm. And I think that that is something that makes the Holy Spirit so sad. And, And part of the reason is, you know, in the book of Hebrews, we're told to beware of roots of bitterness, whereby many become defiled. And, you know, bitterness only hurts you. Right, mm. you know, when somebody is living in unforgiveness and they're harboring bitterness, it's really polluting their own heart mm. and their own soul, yeah. and it eventually will affect others. Mm-hmm. And I've seen whole families destroyed wow. yeah. by one person's bitterness, mm. and it wasn't even directed toward them. Mm-hmm. You know, it was bitterness directed towards somebody else, but it it just started to like a weed grow mm. and overtake. You know, the whole family. I've seen whole families just like get destroyed wow. where a divorce happens and the yeah. kids. It just so sad, and and because of that root, you know, of bitterness. And I think what's really key in in this, and I think the reason why um, Paul. You know, and I love Paul's so good at this. I mean, he mentions the system Philippians. He loves to use that word let. So the mm. idea is it's a choice, you know. Mm-hmm. It's something that we are, are intentional about. So he says, let all bitterness, wrath, clamor, evil speaking, let these things be put away from you. And then he follows that up with, and be kind to one another, mm. tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave mm. you. That's huge. And I think this is the crux of this whole thing, is yeah. coming to the place of realizing, and I think this is how we walk in the Spirit, is mm-hmm. Jesus loves me. Mm. I deserved hell. Jesus has given me heaven. Mm-hmm. I deserved to be doomed. He's given me life. He's forgiven me. So I need to walk in that spirit, you know? Mm. And it's sort of this idea, and I think this is something that the New Testament is always seeking to move us toward, is where we move as believers, and I think this is the whole crux, the whole 
you know, kind of behind this whole idea of walking in the spirit and, you know, allowing, being people that are going to be moved by the Holy Spirit mm. is God wants to take us from a place where we're no longer functioning in the natural, right? Mm. How, how we would as a natural man, you know, as a natural man, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my natural instinct. Um, but we're to move from being natural men to people who are supernatural mm, men right. that are being moved now by the Holy Spirit. And this is why I think, you know, he ends this by saying, look, don't mm. do that, but do this. Mm. And here's how. Remember what Jesus did for you. Wow. Yeah, and great. live in that. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's huge. Makes great yeah. sense. So as we wrap this up today, we don't want to quench the Holy Spirit. Mm -mm. We want that fire to be flame and the, you know, add fuel to it mm, right. and do that Stoked, through, yeah. yeah, getting in the word, mm -hmm. um, you know, Hebrews tells us we're to stir up one another yeah. to love and good works. That's a way that we can, um, be adding fuel to that flame, um, to encourage each other. Um, words of affirmation, you know, yeah. are, are key. I mean, how, how much do you guys enjoy when somebody, Gosh. you know, gives, um, credence or mm -hmm. identifies, you know, your gift mm -hmm. or something yeah. that God's mm -hmm. doing in your life. It means totally so much. I mean, and it helps me to continue going on. Yeah. You know, I love that affirmation. Honoring one another, preferring one another in that yeah. way. When we're talking about that team ministry, like that example you gave with Pete, so cool because they're honoring one another yeah. and doing that. Mm -hmm. And it, it just encourages the use of the spirit. Yeah. The work yeah. of the and spirit. And fosters unity too, because yes. no one's being self-promoted, you mm. know, and it fosters uh, the unity of the body, which I think is a great point too, that when the Holy Spirit was moving, mm. everyone was unified together in the upper room, you know, yeah. and it was just yeah. like, wow, the Holy Spirit thrives in unity. Yeah. And I'd say another one then is prayer. They're in the upper room, mm. there's prayer. prayer. And then again, later on as you know, um, they're in that house and Peter's being let out of jail, right? Mm. And they're praying. That's so true as, too. As we're praying, prayer goes up power comes down. There's Ooh, that whole yeah. idea, right? Love and that. so the Holy Spirit loves it as we're praying, which is a posture of surrender mm -hmm. and worship once again. So it's coming back to those yep. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, over and over again. Yeah. It said a prayerless life is a prideful life because mm -hmm. we're saying, so true. we don't need your help, God. I've got it covered. Yep. So I don't need to pray. Right. Yeah. I put it this way that, um, prayer I think is the biggest mark of our dependency upon the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that realization that I realize, Hey, I can't do this. I need to, I need to talk, I need to ask the Lord yeah. you know, to help. Yeah. So we're to, to stoke that fire, to fan that fire, to add fuel to that fire in that way. And we're not to grieve the Holy Spirit. And, and I just want to close on this thought because I think if, if we look at this and go, okay, we can do things that make the spirit sad, mm. that make Jesus sad. I think that also means the, the, the flip side of that is we can do things that make him happy, mm. that bring joy to him. And, and I love there's that verse in, in the book of Nehemiah where it says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I heard it put this way once that that verse can literally be translated in this way. The Lord's rejoicing over mm. you oh, is your strength. Great. I love that. And what a beautiful picture that yeah. is. And when we are walking in the spirit and, you know, we're not in sin and we're walking in humility instead of pride, it's like the Lord gets glad mm. because what he sees in us is a vessel yeah. that he can work through. And as we were talking about today, that's what the Holy Spirit's seeking to do mm -hmm. is that he has been given to us mm. so that he might work in us to, you know, convict the world of, of rejection of Jesus, mm -hmm. of what right living looks like, mm -hmm. and the fact that this world isn't the end. Yeah, right? there's end judgment all, coming. All yeah. yeah. 
you know, that there's more to life than this life, that God has so much in store mm, yeah. for us. So, well, that wraps up our time today. Hopefully you were blessed by that. And uh, we enjoy these Sunday Plus sessions and we pray that they have been a blessing to you. Would encourage you to share this with a friend. And uh, I think it makes more sense if they you know, are able to watch or see the sermon that went before it. So you mm -hmm. might, um, you know, uh, encourage them to go on our website or mm -hmm. our YouTube channel and, mm -hmm. and watch that. And uh, we just enjoy. Yep. Great being with you guys. Yeah. Again. All, All right. right. Bless you guys. God bless. Right. God bless. That concludes today's episode of Sunday Plus, a Calvary Vista podcast. If you're encouraged by today's episode, would you share it with a friend? We'd also really appreciate it if you left us a rating or a review on whatever podcast platform you're tuning in on. Until next week, we'll see you next time on Sunday Plus. Sunday Plus.